The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, July 24th edition. Got a seven-game early and eight-game main slate on tap for this Wednesday. Pretty cool to see it split up so perfectly on a slate like today. I'll quickly go over the seven-game slate, and then we'll dig into the eight-game slate a little deeper than that. But we're going to both cover it for you. And any questions you have, come to the Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat. We'll answer them there. Or go join us at thequantedge.com in the member Discord. We'll get you taken care of there as well. And if you're not a member at thequantedge.com, you better be because the NFL season package is going to be huge. Some new tools coming out with Elliott and company. The the uh, content is amazing. The the guys crushed it last year. They picked up Power Hour DFS with Hodge and company this year. John Proctor. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Highly, highly recommend it. When you use promo code Bubba. You buy the rest of the, uh, you get the NFL package for one forty nine ninety nine. You get the rest of MLB free. Highly, highly recommend doing that if you're going to be playing NFL DFS and you want to be serious about it this upcoming season. All right, the totals on this seven game early slate: Red Sox Rays total seven and a half. That is not on the slate. Never mind. Rockies Nationals waiting on that one because it's game one of a double dip. Phillies Tigers ten and a half. Reds Brewers ten and. A's, Astros, 8.5. Orioles, D-backs, 9. Rangers, Mariners, 8.5. Cubs, Giants, 8.5. So, you know, the usual offense to be had. Pitching is there. It's an interesting, interesting slate. Hopefully it's not like last night where these great spots to hit in, like so many of them. It wasn't just like one or two failed. Uh, almost all of them failed last night. If you weren't in Minnesota or the Bronx, one of those two teams, you pretty much, uh, yeah, it was interesting. But uh, looking at this early slate of action, you got Verlander at 12-1 at home against the A's. It's a great play if you want to go there. You saw what Garrett Cole did the other day. It's a really, really good look. No sugarcoating that at all. At the same time, on a slate like this, not sure you need to pay that high. You might want to get some bats. Verlander's a great play. If you want to go there, not going to argue you. Cash game, really, really good play. But for me, I can drop $10,400, cheaper and get me Mike Miner. He's faced Seattle twice this year, averaging 36 points per game against Seattle, 24 Ks and 13 innings pitched. He's coming off 22.4 at Houston. His recent road starts at Houston, 22.4. At Detroit, 34.6. At Cincinnati, didn't have uh, 19.5. At Boston, 22.4. 
He's been an electric factory this season. A 2.86 ERA pitches half his games in Arlington, which is crazy. Seattle strikes out 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. It's a really, really good spot for Miner. Team total just above four for Seattle. Lefty's 2.62, righty's 3.05. Miner at 10.4. Yes, Verlander's ceiling. He can go 40-plus points on a great game. At the same time, they both have 25-plus point upside in this matchup. And he's uh, $1,700 cheaper. So I got Miner 1, Verlander 2 up top, strictly price point. You can go John Lester if you want, but if I'm paying up to 95, I'm going to find 900 more to get to Miner. That's just my thoughts on this one. If you want to go Lester by the bay, knock yourself out. But those Gigantes bats are red hot. It is in it is in San Francisco, so that helps a ton. But I will not be on Lester. Dropping down though, John Means 7,400 bucks at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Means was a, a big disappointment last time out uh, against Boston. It wasn't as bad at 12 points, but at Tampa Bay was really rough. His two starts. Since the All-Star break, since he was named an All-Star, were rough. Prior to that, though, 18, 24, 6, 23, 17, 23. Uh, we've seen a lot to like with uh, John Means and on the road. 3-5-2 ERA compared to 2-5-6 at home. Facing an Arizona Diamondbacks team. Pull it up. That uh, strikes out 20% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Means 20% K rate, 37% ground ball rate. You look at Arizona, 4.8 team total. Lefties 274, righties 304. And they hit lefties well. With a 376 Wobe and a 245 ISO. So tread lightly with John Means, but when it comes to GPPs and savings at 7400 bucks, he's got that upside for you in his matchup. Uh, Tyler Beattie has been outstanding. He started throwing the slider a ton more, and it's been very, very good. Talked about him on the re- recent Bubba and the Bat Flip. It was really interesting to hear Toby talk about how his pitches have been great. He's getting guys to chase, though. He cannot throw them for strikes and be successful. So if a team slowly continues to learn that, they're going to sit back and make them throw strikes, and it could get ugly. But for now, you ride that streak, especially at home. But his last three starts, 22 or more DraftKings points. Uh, he had a, another 24, a few, uh, two starts prior to that. The upside's there with Beatty at $7,000. Yes, Chicago's got great offense. There's no hiding that. We all know that very, very much. But um, they do strike out 22.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Beatty, 21% K rate. 45% ground ball rate, and the Cubs have a 4.5 team total. Lefties 359, righties 314. Tyler Beatty at 7K, definitely in play tonight. But my favorite play, possibly, it, when it comes to punts, and I'm thinking he's going to be chalky, is Vinny V at 6,200 bucks. It's all or nothing with Vinny V. Um, it, it's boom or bust. He's faced Detroit once this year, three and two thirds, three earned seven Ks for 11 points. He's got that tremendous K upside. 13 points against the Dodgers. You get up four runs, four home runs, four solo shots against the Dodgers at home. That was the problem. But he's got, you know, five or more Ks and four straight starts. He's really getting it going. We're seeing signs of life, but it's, it's Vinny V at his finest. He can get all the strikeouts, and it just takes one fell swoop, and boom, it's gone. But 6200 bucks against the Detroit Tigers in Detroit has my uh, my uh, my attention. Detroit t- strikes out 25.5% of the time versus righties. Vinny V, 26% K rate. But again, lots of fly balls. Lots of damage can be done. And you got a Detroit Tigers team with a 4.9 team total. Lefty's 350, righty's 338 off Vinny V. But when you really look at it, Detroit a 292 Woba, which is very bad, and a 153 ISO first right handed pitching. So it's not a lot for Vinny V at all because he can be dangerous. Great spot, though, at 6,200 bucks. It's one of those, if he can't put together at least a quality start here, I'm not even expecting a shutout. But give me five, six plus innings, possibly. Three earned runs or less, even four earned runs if you get to five or six innings. The strikeouts will be there, and he'll be very productive at 6200 bucks. So Vinny V, 
my man. Down below, Vinny V, Beatty, Means. So if I'm trying to build pitching on this slate, I like the idea of Velasquez and Beatty punting there and getting all the bats in the world or going with Mike Miner and Velasquez. That's kind of where I'm looking at right now. If you're looking at bats on this slate, you got uh, Colorado-Washington game one of the double dip. The Colorado Rockies versus Eric Fede is very, very appealing, so keep them in mind. But Philadelphia-Detroit, you got Jordan Zimmerman throwing for the Detroit Tigers against the Philadelphia Phillies. Zimmerman, he's given up six earned in three and two-thirds, seven earned in four, seven earned in three and a third in his last three starts. He's been very, very bad, folks. Hashtag not good. Uh, the Phillies, great play today. Great, great play. When you look at Zim, something to keep in mind real quick, as the Phillies have a 5.16 total highest on the slate. Lefties, 402. Righties, 337. So just lock and load your Phillies. Kingery, Hoskins with slumping. Bryce Harper, Gene Segura, JT Real Muto. The list goes on and on. You can definitely get some Phillies big-time play today. Cincinnati at Milwaukee is a fun one. Lucas Sims getting the start for Cincinnati. Chassin for Milwaukee. Big-time stackable game in this one. We saw the game total, I believe, was 10.5, if I was correct. Uh, 10. The, the Tigers-Phillies is 10.5. This one's 10, and you can definitely take advantage. Milwaukee, 5.14 total. You can jump all over Lucas Sims. This is a good one. Maybe to get the Brew Crew back in action. If not, Cincinnati lefties 380, righties 318 versus Jalice Chassin. Very good game stack in this one that you can take advantage of. So we're looking Phillies. We're looking Brew Crew. We're looking Reds. Houston at Oakland. Uh, big fan of Houston in this one. I like Chris Bassett. I respect Chris Bassett. This Houston offense is feeling it right now. Uh, part of the reason why I kind of want to punt with Velasquez and uh, Beatty is to get bats like Houston and Philly. Houston's got a 5.2 total. Lefty's 333. Righty's 268 off Bassett. Don't forget Yuli Gurriel, Altuve, and company. Bregman, they're all righties, but there's a lot to like Jordan Alvarez, big boy play today. Baltimore at Arizona. I keep hitting the wrong button. There we go. John Means versus Taylor Clark. Taylor Clark is a soft toss and lefty. or No, he's a righty, but uh, not good. That's the best way I can put it. He's not good. Baltimore's got a 4.2 team total. Lefty's 411, righty's 361. I think this is a good game to get a sneaky Baltimore stack on. If you want to go to some Arizona versus Means, you can. But Baltimore could be a good way to get a little weird on this slate. I think they put up some runs today against Clark in the desert. Someone to keep in mind there. Uh, Texas, Seattle, Miner, and Leak. Leak coming off a near perfecto. Uh, get Texas in your lineup. Leak's going to get his today. Mr. Home Run Heavy guy. Go ahead and get some uh, Texas in your lineup. Mazzaro went deep yesterday. Odor's homered in back-to-back games. Uh, Chu went deep as well. Joey Gallo. The lefties are big boy plays against Tex, uh, against Leak in this one. Uh, Texas has a 4.45 team total. Lefties 344. Righties 355. So don't sleep on Texas. And then Giants-Cubs. Lester Beattie. I'm just going to kind of stay away from this one. I like both pitchers. I think it, the reason I stay away from it is not that these guys can't hit them. I don't think they have the big run upside. That's the thing. It's like last night was 5-4. If you stacked one of those two teams, they really didn't do it for you. Like you need to have the big, big upside. Where I could see, I could see Texas going off on Mike Leak. I could see Baltimore putting together a sneaky game uh, or a small stack there. But like Texas, Cincy, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, those would be my four main focuses. Sprinkle in some Baltimore and Houston. Get the pitching we like. Lots to like there on that seven game slate. Again, if you have any questions, hit me up in the TQE member Discord or the FSD Slack chat. 
All right, let's get on to the eight-game main slate tonight. It's going to be a doozy. We got some interesting pitching. We got six pitchers to talk about real quick. Pat, uh, we got three over ten K. We're going to talk about them all. Patrick Corbin ten nine at home against the Colorado Rockies, coming off a rocky start at Atlanta, but his recent home starts: Kansas City thirty four eight, Miami twenty four two, Philadelphia twenty nine six, Miami thirty six three. He's been really really good at home. A one eight four. Home ERA averaging 27 points per game at home. Getting a Colorado team on A, game two of a double dip. B, a road Rockies team that continues to struggle big time. So Corbin at 10-9 is going to be a really nice play. Highest priced pitcher on the slate. And I think he's going to get really overlooked when I talk about the next two guys. So Corbin could be sneaky nice if you're playing leverage. He's my third ranked out of these three we'll talk about. But it's strictly because I like the other matchups better. But I think everybody will. So if you want to play... Uh, ownership leverage, Patrick Corbin could be your guy. Shane Bieber, 10-5 at the Toronto Blue Jays. He's faced Toronto once this year, 25 points. He's got a 3-1-9 road ERA. It's a full run better than at home, averaging 23 points on the road. Recent home starts at Cincy, 31, at Baltimore, 42, at Texas, 22, at Detroit, 38. Uh, been really, really good on the road. Now you get a Toronto Blue Jays team that you know you can strike out. Pretty frequently, when you look at Bieber, Toronto, 23% K rate versus righties. Bieber, 31% K rate, 14% swinging strike rate, 45% ground ball rate. He's been very, very good. Toronto, team total just above four. Lefties, 335. Righties, 288. So a lot to like there with Bieber against the Toronto Blue Jays. So we got Corbin, we got Bieber, and then the popular play today will be the one, the only, four. Noah Syndergaard, he's only $10,000 at home against the San Diego Padres. And yes, it's been a very up-and-down year for Thor. He's averaging 18 points a game at home. He's coming off 25 at the Giants and 30 at Miami. Two teams he should have carved apart, and he did. Prior to that, though, 7-3, 10-8, 14-1, put a 32, a 12, a 12, and 11. It's been a rough year for Thor, a really rough year, but the upside is tremendous. And when you got a matchup against the San Diego Padres that strike out almost 27% of the time, First right-handed pitching to go against Thor's 24% K rate, 47% ground ball rate, limits the hard contact. On paper, this is an absolutely electric spot for Noah Syndergaard. You have the San Diego Padres 3.8 team total, lowest on the slate. Lefty's 290, righty's 276, and they have a 312 Woba first right-handed pitching. This is a smash spot for Thor, but the inconsistencies have been there. So I want to bring that up because he's going to be super popular. So for me, I have Bieber 1. I like Bieber in Toronto. A little lower ownership than Thor. I got Thor 2 because I can't disrespect the matchup. The matchup is just ridiculous. And then I got Corbin 3. But again, like I said at the beginning, when you're checking ownerships, if Corbin's like, if they're all really close, then just play your guy. If Corbin's got a big difference than the other two, then I really got to give Corbin a serious look in this matchup versus Colorado because he's been great at home, Colorado on the road, so many factors involved here. Game two of a doubleheader, could be a a weaker lineup. There's a lot to like with Corbin at 10-9, so we're going to have to keep an eye on the Rockies lineup, ownership. You could get a real real big boost at that point. Now, if you don't want to spend up, we've got three options for you. Uh, it's not. It's not like. It's not like WWE. We got two words for you. No, we got three options for you. 
Denelson Lamette, eighty four hundred bucks at the Mets. The flip side of Thor Lamette, twelve, thirteen, and fifteen in his three starts. The strikeout stuff's been there, five or more strikeouts in every start. But hey, he's given up at least one home run in every start as well. He did throw eighty five pitches his last time. He's on a he's on about an eighty to eighty five pitch count in the first three starts. They're going to keep stretching him out, but they're also going to baby him. It's his first three starts since his return from Tommy John surgery. So that's the thing with Lamette. The duration is tough because if he's walking guys, which he can do and whatnot. It could be a shorter day. But if he gives you 5-plus against the Mets at 8400 bucks, there is some definite upside here. Uh, looking at Lamette, the Mets strike out 21% of the time. It's a small sample, but something we saw in the past with Lamette, a 29% strikeout rate. Uh, he's given up a lot of fly balls right now, which usually I remember him being more of a ground ball guy in the past. So keep that in mind as he keeps working on things. Uh, you got a Mets team with a team total of 4.7. Lefties 282, righties 292. In a small sample for Lamette. But Lamette's really, really good. The biggest thing for me with Lamette is, again, the pitch count. They're going to baby him. If I knew they were going to go 90-plus, I'd feel a lot better. Maybe they will because they've ramped up from 80 to 82 to 85. Um, he's gone five and six innings in the last two. It's all depends. If he's not walking, guys, he's going to give you five-plus. And uh, good stuff there at 8400 bucks against the Mets, who meet the Mets. Always the Mets. Uh, Zach Gallon. 7800 bucks with the Chicago White Sox. Really fun spot here. Trevor Richards, again, we talked about it yesterday. It was a great spot. He struck out seven and five innings. That's what we were looking for. Just couldn't keep the ball in the park. Uh, Zach Gallon, five or more Ks in uh, four of his five starts. 16, um, 16 or more points in three of his five. He's shown some big boy stuff here on the road. 16, 2, and 17. His last start was at the Dodgers. Threw very, very well. In that matchup, and now you get a Chicago White Sox team, which we talk about pretty much every day, whoever's facing them. We got a really good look here for Mr. Gallon. A White Sox team that strikes out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Gallon, 26% K rate. A lot of fly balls, though. That's not good in this ballpark. So keep that in mind with Gallon. That's the only bugaboo here. Uh, 4.9 team total for the White Sox. Lefties, 302. Righties, 323 versus Gallon. And when you look at uh, the White Sox as a team, a 308 Woban, a 151 ISO, very good for Gallon to pick on. So Gallon at 78, very solid look today. And then last but not least, talked about this guy as well on the recent Bubba and the Bat Flip on Monday night's Bitch with Bubba episode 191, Ronaldo Lopez. One of my biggest pieces of fantasy baseball kryptonite. This is why I love DFS because I can pick and choose when I want to use him. But Ronaldo Lopez, the boy... His two starts since coming back from the All-Star break. Six innings or more in both starts. Two earned, no earned. Zero home runs. This dude has given up over two home runs per nine. Almost three home runs per nine. He has seven or more Ks in both starts. Um, He's been electric. 24 and a half. 27.6. And the thing he's doing, the velo is pumping. He's gassing it up. Go check out AtBatFlipsCrazy's Twitter handle. He had a great tweet that if he's... uh, if his velo, I believe, was 96 or higher in his career, not just this year, he's next to unhittable. It's when he drops his velo down, he's been tough. These first two starts from the All-Star break, his velo's been up all the way till the end. Uh, Jason Collette was at the game against the Rays, and he was like super impressed watching Ronaldo Lopez just continue to pump 97, 98-plus up there. He looked like a new pitcher. We're going to cross our fingers we see this again today because against the Miami Marlins, if he's pumping it like that, Miami strikes out 24% of the time with right-handed pitching to go with Ronaldo's near 21% K rate. Again, lots of fly balls. He gives up a lot of home runs. But you got a Marlins team with a 4.6 team total 
lefty's 375, righty's 334 off Lopez, but a 295 Woba and a 127 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So a great spot for Ronaldo Lopez. I got Ronaldo 1, Gallon 2, and Lamette 3. So recapping the pitching up top, Bieber, Thor, Corbin. But remember, watch the ownership, watch the lineup. Corbin could be a huge leverage play on this slate. And then you got uh, Lopez, Gallon, and Lamette down below. Let's check out the bats on this eight-game slate. Catcher's position, Mitch Garver first. J.A. Happ is phenomenal. Happ gets beat up by right-handed bats this year. We saw the uh, back-and-forth just slugfest between Minnesota and the Yankees last night. Lefty's hitting 288. Righty's 329 off Happ. Garver in a good spot there at 5,100. Sliding on down, though, um, you could take some Jorge Alfaro if Lopez is off. We know he gets up the long ball. Alfaro at 39. Matt Weeders at 39 versus Jordan Lyles. Lyles has been a little rough of late. When you look at St. Louis, 4.7 total. And Jordan Lyles, lefties are at 344. Righties 300, but lefties can get to him. Matt Weeders getting the everyday roll there at 39. Brian McCann at 38. So some decent top three K guys here at catchers if you need to go that direction. Otherwise... You're dropping on down and seeing what comes out in lineups because our punts have been getting worse and worse of late. We had that little secure run there for a while, but not a lot. You got guys like Cam Gallagher of Kansas City at 29. You could look at him. Um, Elias Diaz at 27 versus Wayno is an option. But check your lineups and see what pops up. But for now, it's it's Garver at the top, and then it's your, your higher 3K guys, McCann, Weeders, Alfaro would be kind of where I'm looking at at this point in time. First base, you got Freddie Freeman at 53 versus Keller. Keller's been really good his last two starts, but Atlanta, 5.18 total. Highest on the slate, let everybody down last night versus Danny Duffy. Lefty's hitting 350, righty's 328 off Brad Keller. I'd go back to that Braves well tonight, rock and roll. Uh, you can drop down to E5, Edwin Encarnacion versus Odorizzi. Edwin has a lot of power versus righties. Odorizzi has, gives up a 337 average and a lot of power to righties as well because Odorizzi is a reverse splits pitcher. So in your GPPs only, Edwin is only ever a GPP play. He's not cash viable. But Edwin at 49, good GPP look for you in that matchup. Uh, Garrett Cooper, Pete Alonso. I could see both those appeals I mentioned with Lamette. He's going to at least one home run in all three of his starts. So big meet Pete at 47 could be a GPP play. Uh, Josh Bell put up 13 two nights ago, put up five again last night. Slowly getting it going. It's not consistently there with Bell right now. So it's tough to play him, but you can if you wish. But I'd rather go 4,600 for Jock Jam as a GPP put up five points last night. But that's why, similar to E5, Jock Jam's only GPP viable. But the Dodgers, 5.5 team total, second highest on the slate. Jaime Barrias shown some reverse splits, 313 to lefties, 370 to righties. But he gives up a lot of power when he's off. So a guy like Jock Jam's at 46 has that upside. Goldie, I've mentioned him a lot lately in GPPs. He's averaging over 10 DraftKings points per game over his last 10. He's homered in back-to-back games, 16 and 22. I mentioned he had those goose eggs over the weekend, but then prior to that, an 8, a 0, a 20, a 0, a 17, a 21. He's starting to show some big upside here. 4300 bucks versus Jordan Lyles. Don't hate it with the Goldschmidt. Sliding on down farther, though, you look at guys like um, Carlos Santana versus Stroman. Maybe the Cleveland Indians are another team that let everybody down. You got Chester Cuthbert. I like him more versus lefties than righties. Put up a big goose egg last night. But a GPP versus Teheron, if you're trying to save some cash at 4K, I can see the upside. Not one of my favorite plays. Lefties 333. Righties are hitting 323 versus Teheron this year, though. So for 4K, you got a little bit of upside there with Cuthbert in that matchup. 
A couple others down below. I mentioned Justin Smoke in a GPP yesterday. He did not hit it off of Bauer, but he hit it in the ninth to force extras, and then the, the, uh, they came back and won it. He has homered in back-to-back games, 19 and 16 in his last two. GPP only, but for 3500 bucks, there's upside there with Justin Smoke. Second base, Max Muncie at 51. Yeah, I can see that, but I'd rather go DJ LeMahieu at 5K. Um, he, it, the crazy part is he didn't start last night, so he only got you two points. But his recent starts, 26, 14, 15, 14, 5, 14 over his recent starts. He had the day off yesterday, the biggest offensive day in a long time from those two teams. But at 5K, really good play, especially in cash for DJ LeMahieu. Um, Howie Kendrick, I hope he gets to start in game two because he mashes lefties. He gets Kyle Freeland. Kendrick's 4800 bucks. He's first base, second base eligible. I think I prefer him at second base, but you could use him at first if you'd like. Really good play at 4800 bucks. Uh, Tommy Edmond at 45 only if you're stacking St. Louis. Do not one-off a $4,500 Tommy Edmond. Go up to 48 for Kendrick or go down to 43 for Ozzie Albies. That's where I'm going. Edmond is definitely stack viable, not one-off viable. I mentioned Ozzie Albies at 43 Definitely can look there. Jeff McNeil at 42. He's quieted down a little bit. Still averaging 10 over his last 10. 8-0-21 in his last three. But he's on a super heater there for a while. 42 versus Lamette. If Lamette is off, lefties can hit him very well. So McNeil at 42 is not bad. I still would rather have Albies at 43. But someone to keep in mind, especially if you feel like stacking the Mets tonight. couple other ones down here. Jonathan Scope loves matching left-handed pitching. He's 41 versus J.A. Happ. Good GPP play. With Jonathan Scope, you could definitely look that direction. Brian Dozier is a lefty masher, so maybe you do play Hendricks at first, and you play Dozier at uh, second at only 3900 bucks, averaging eight points his last 10, 7, 5, 5, 18, 0, 17. He's, he's got that big GPP upside with Brian Dozier at 3900 bucks, hitting lefties well, and Kyle Freeland is a joke, so keep that in mind. Uh, a couple others, if you're all the way down here, Adam Fraser at 36, possibly. I'd try to get to, to Dozier at 39. Or you drop down to like a Starling Castro at 34, a Mike Freeman at 34. A Jason Kipnis at only 33 is very, very solid as well if you're punting the position. Third base, you got Rendon against Freeland at 54. Man, these Nats are going to be huge. I don't have their total right now because all I have is their early game. I don't have their late game, but... They're going, to, they're going to take Kyle Freeland to pound town unless they put a bullshit lineup out there. Like, they should really... That should be brutal. Another reason to like Patrick Corbin tonight, I think. His win equity might be tremendous this evening. But uh, Rendon, a really good play. I mentioned Josh Donaldson yesterday. He put he put up another 14 last night, 14 and 19 in his last two. Uh, really swinging a hot bat. If you're stacking the Braves, I like him versus Keller. Probably not so much a one-off. I'd rather one-off with a Rendon, even a LeMayhew in those matchups. Uh, if you're not playing Gallon, you could go Moncada in a GPP at 47. Big power upside there. But uh, Hunter Dozier, talked about it time and time again on this podcast, he prefers facing righties and lefties. That's what the numbers show this season. And uh, getting Tehran on tonight, lefty, or righties are hitting 323 off Tehran like we talked about. Dozier at 46 could be a nice contrarian play. But Miguel Sano, my God, he hit a piss missile. His first home run, just an absolute cock shot to left field that flew out of there in probably like 2.2 seconds. And it was a bomb. And then he comes up and it's a 454-foot shot for his second homer. Put up 34 points. He's swinging a really good bat in a GPP at 4,500 against J.A. Happ. Someone to definitely keep in mind tonight. I, I like uh, some Miguel Sano quite a bit if you're going the Twins route. It's tough to say, but he's a very, very good play this evening. 
Jose Ramirez at 41. If you're going cheaper, don't hate that. Same with Brian Anderson at 4K if you're fading Ronaldo. Two cheaper looks for you if you need to go that direction. Adrianza was playing well for Minnesota. If he's uh, in the lineup, third base shortstop at 38. If you're looking to punt, you can go there. Marvin Gonzalez at 37 as a punt. Colin Moran at 36 as a punt. So third base has some nice GPP punts down below if you need to get down there. Man, Vlad Guerrero's down at 33, and I can't justify playing him. He's going to have like one good game a week right now, so I just can't can't roll those dice. Shortstop, Trevor Story at 55, GPP only, but Trey Turner at 51. Homered last night, great spot versus Freeland. Rinse, repeat, Washington Nationals. Um, and the Nats had a big game last night. Uh, yeah, Jorge Polanco at 46. He homered last night. I know he had an RBI double. He had 28 DraftKings points, 28, 21, 11 in his last three. Mentioned recently he's kind of slowed down a bit. He's heating up again, just like the Jorge Polanco we know and love. He's 4,600. Remember when he was hot last year, he was in the 5Ks. Enjoy it while you can. He's a switch hitter. Gets happened in the bullpen. Definitely could look there. Uh, Dansby Swanson at 43 is not bad. Paul DeYoung at 42 in a GPP with a Goldschmidt probably. You could go there. Uh, going 4K, Kyle, uh, Corey Seager at 4K. You can look at that versus Barria. Uh, I know Trout threw a guy out at home to stop him from getting an RBI, but still had 10 points last night. 10-3 and 15 in his last three. 4K in a cash game. I don't hate Seager at that point. Didi Gregorius, I'll mention it again. He's only 3,900 tonight. 46 DraftKings points last night. He was 5-for-5, five five, two doubles, two runs scored, a home run, seven RBIs, and a walk. Didi crushed it. He was 39. Loved him yesterday. I love Didi at this price point every day. He's too cheap. He's way too cheap at 3900 bucks. Really good cash game, GPP play, whatever you want. Didi's a great play at 39 The price point is just wrong for the talent level of Didi Gregorius. He's not going to do it every night. He, 46 0 He's not going to do it every night. But that price point, the upside he brings to the table is tremendous at that price. Heading to the outfield. Trout, yes. Bellinger, yes. Acuna let me down yesterday, but still a great play at 57. Um, Cap- Kepler hits lefties just fine at 52. If you want to be contrarian, you can go there. You got Aaron Judge at 5K. So there's your 5K, guys. It's Trout, Bellinger, and Acuna. It's the guys at the top. They're just locked in right now. Um, I'd probably go Trout. He's homered in the 11th homer in his last 12 games last night. Like, that is crazy, crazy talk. If you drop below 5K, though, it gets interesting. But Nelly Cruz at 49 versus Jay Happ is great. Cruz went deep again yesterday. Uh, 18, 16, 5, 14 in his last three. He's homered in three of his last four games. Gets another lefty in Jay Happ. That's like a religious moment when Cruz gets nice lefties like that. So you take advantage of him. Juan Soto at 49 is a good contrarian play against the lefty Freeland. I prefer Cruz tonight, but both good plays. Um, Starling Marte again went deep yesterday. I keep telling people... People target the lefties versus a lot of these pitchers. Don't forget Starling Marte, 20, 15, 5, 19, 0, 14. He is having a hell of a year, and no one talks about him. Starling Marte at 4800 bucks, really good play tonight. Going down farther, Jock Jam again at 46. Jorge Soler at 45 on a GPP for sure. Um, Victor Robles at 44. You can get a nice value there. But Aaron Hicks, big game last night. He's only 4300 at 23 points last night, including a big home run. 23-0, of late. Good look there versus Jake Odorizzi. You can definitely take advantage of the Yanks again this evening, and Aaron Hicks is a big part of that. 
Farther down, Alex Gordon. We he, we saw him again last night. Twenty six points, averaging nine over his last ten. I against Tehran at forty two. There's value there for sure. So him in the middle of that order, I don't hate it. He's just been super quiet of late, but we've slowly seen him get going again. Maybe we get a final month, month and a half of Alex Gordon action. Mentioned Jack McNeil already. Verdugo at forty two versus Barria is very very nice as well. Uh, Nick Marcakis at only forty one. Uh, Dom Dom Smith of the Mets at forty one. Talked about all the home runs Lamette gets, gives up. Um, you could definitely use him as a contrarian GPP play at 41. Don't hate that at all. A few more. Brian Reynolds, 41 versus the pot for the Pirates versus Wayno. Um, Talkman, if you want to get really weird, he had 16 points last night. Averaging almost 12 his last 10. 16, 15, 18, 4, 20, 6, 14, 10. Swinging a good bat for the Yankees. Playing every day in the outfield. Facing Odorizzi tonight at 4,100. Could be a very nice piece of the action there for Mike Talkman. Justin Upton is only 4,100. Brian uh, Anderson at 4K. A couple guys you can look at there. Conforto only 4K versus Lamette's a very nice value if you want to get weird in that matchup. Dropping below 4K, though, it just depends on kind of your preference on lineups. But Jose Martinez versus Wrighty at 37. Went deep last night. I liked him last night. Good GPP play again tonight at 37. Marvin Gonzalez at 37. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, if you're getting real weird, you can go there. Uh, Greg Allen, if he's in lineup at 35, he runs a lot. You can take a peek at him. So on and so forth as you'll find different values down below. Recapping your pitching up top, Bieber, Thor, Corbin. Remember the Corbin thought process. And then down below, Lopez, Gallon, Lamette. So good stuff there. When you're stacking it up, the Braves are the highest total on the slate. Like them quite a bit against Brad Keller. But I love the Nats versus Kyle Freeland. I think that's a phenomenal spot there. So those two teams are great looks. Minnesota versus Jay Happ, big, big fan there. And the Yankees versus Odorizzi. So you got those four teams. See who's chalk, see who's not. Mix and match. Those are four smash spots tonight when you're looking at those matchups. Don't sleep on the Dodgers. They get overlooked a lot because they're late West Coast action versus Berea. They can be a nice pivot for you as well on this late eight-game slate. Then other than that, it's like mix and match. Do we try Pittsburgh versus Wayno? Lefty's hitting 358. You could definitely look there. The Mets versus Lamette. That could be interesting. You could um, look at a few different options there and see what pops up. And even the Royals versus Tehran. That could be a sneaky good one as well. Check out the BVP on the entire slate before we get you out of here. Um, do, do, do. Xander, 7 for 13. Three doubles and a homer if you're playing the single game early. Charlie Blackman, 5 for 5 with a triple and a homer off Eric Fede. Miguel Cabrera, 3 for 4 with two homers off Vinny V. Gene Segura, 9 for 19, double, triple homer off Jordan Zimmerman. That's pretty good. Yasiel Puig, 13 for 32, a double and three homers off Chassin. Dietrich, 5 for 12, double and a triple. Votto, 9 for 28, two doubles, two homers. Suarez is taking him deep. Peraza is taking him deep. We love our Reds versus Chassin. You know that. Um, that's that's good stuff there. Chris Davis, 6 for 14, double and four homers off Verlander. Just, he has not been the same Chris Davis. That's a shame. As uh, Drupal Cabrera, 7 for 17, two doubles, two homers off Leak. Mathis, 6 for 9 with a double for a punt catcher. Nomar Mazzara, 6 for 16, three doubles and a homer. Chu, 9 for 26, three doubles, two homers. Odor, 6 for 19, two doubles, two homers. Pence, 16 for 42, three doubles, a triple and a homer. Andrus, 6 for 18, two doubles and a homer. Gallo's taking him deep. As a team, the Rangers are hitting 356 with a 425 Woba and a 263 ISO. First Mike Leak. That is ridiculous. So on your early slate action, 
Keep that in mind. Posey, 6 for 19, two doubles and a homer off Johnny Lester. Going to the evening action, Trey Turner, 2 for 6, double and a triple off Freeland. Uh, Nolan Arenado, 12 for 44, three doubles, three homers off Patrick Corbin. Starling Marte has got a triple and two home runs, 10 for 40 off of Wayno. Josh Bell, 6 for 15 with a double and a homer. Dickerson, 5 for 11. Moran, 4 for 6 with a double and a homer. Goldschmidt, 10 for 21, double, triple homer off Jordan Lyles. I like it. I like it a lot. Jose Martinez, 4 for 7 with a homer off Jordan Lyles. Good stuff there, folks. Tyler Naquin, 7 for 12 with a double off of Stroman. Fernando Reyes has taken Thor deep. Do, do, do. Mitch Garver, 5 for 12 with a triple and a homer off J.A. Happ. Nelly Cruz, 10 for 27, two doubles and a triple. Eddie Rosario's taken him deep. Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez, Edwin Gardner have all taken Odorizzi deep. And then Mike Trout, 5 for 5, two homers off Ross Stripling. If you needed any more reasons to play Mike Trout, there you go. All right, everybody, fun one. Seven game early, eight game main slate. Lots going on for you on this Wednesday. Hope everybody has a great day again. Check out Bench with Bubba episode 191. Bubba and the Bat Flip episode one. Good stuff there. You got the always pressing PGA DFS podcast previewing the 2019 WGC FedEx St. Jude's Invitational. Uh, 64 man field, no cut events. I recommend checking that out as Jesse and I break down the DraftKings field for you. Uh, you're going to have another Bench with Bubba, two, a football one, and another baseball one this week. You got your PGA OAD picks coming out today. Uh, Pro-Line Playouts is putting the stats and the picks of the day out for baseball. Great stuff there. So lots going on at FantasySportsDGens.com. Check us out in the Slack chat. And I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Give a rating and review on iTunes. I'd appreciate it. Go check out TheQuantEdge.com. Use promo code Bubba. All that good stuff. Hope everybody has a great Wednesday as this was MLB DFS Quick Hits. Your Wednesday, July 24th edition. I'm out.